All right. Hey, welcome to the Always Moving Forward podcast. Uh, I'm Landon Johnson, as always. And today, you know, I always say I'm here with my friends, uh, Rocky, Jonathan, and Kara. And today, it's just me and Rocky. So we'll make the best of it. Uh, Kara's out. Uh, She is... She's a grandma, for those of you that didn't know, and I know she would love uh, me saying that on air, but her daughter just had a baby, and so we're wish- wishing her well. Beautiful kid. Yeah. It, uh, she was there for like three days, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we kept checking, kept kept waiting on that picture of the baby, and it never came. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> but, but she's here. Leanne, but um, I'm yeah. sure she's happy. Uh, no, I did see the picture of Kara, and I can't wait till she listens to this. But where did you see what she posted? And it, I think Leanne posted it, and Kara's in the background. Basically, looks like she's been crying. <laughs> like <laughs> no, I haven't she just seen said that. The baby. Yeah, and I, uh-huh. I know she kept saying that she was worried about having to see her daughter go through that. So, uh-huh. no, I'm interested and good. I'm, I'm glad. It sounds like it's a healthy baby and everybody's doing good. Yeah, so. Leanne's healthy, so yep. that's really nice. And Jonathan, I guess he's just playing hooky today. but yeah. I'm sure he's taking care of business. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll miss his Jonathan's joke of the day. Mm-hmm. So, well, hey, I, but I am going to take advantage of having you here today, Rocky. And for those of you that don't know, um, Rocky's got a, a background uh, of owning several businesses, having a lot of experience in a lot of different things, um, and then coming into real estate and, and having a lot of success with real estate. So, um, I, I'm going to turn it over to you pretty quickly. I'd love to know. Now, tell me what you started in. You know, you went to college for what? What was your degree? What did you think you were going to do while you were in college? Well, business and then um, actually when I was in college, I, I wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. I thought that's that's what I was going to be. Um, then I became friends with a few law students and uh, kind of just started uh, investigating that and changed my mind pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I started uh, working for a sunglass uh, hut is what they called it back in college um, at the local mall there and discovered like I was pretty good at talking to people and selling and um, decided to change over into business. And uh, yeah, uh, once I graduated, um, got a job with MCI WorldCom and uh, did some pharmaceutical sales and um yeah, moved out to DC and got another sales job and um moved back into Roanoke and that's when I started entrepreneurship. Uh I started with a dry cleaner and then I owned Smoothie King for 10 years and um then got into real estate. Cool. Well, I definitely want to dig into that because I know you've got so much experience that that people would love to hear about. Um but I do I want to just and I don't know if you know this, but my memory of you coming in when you first joined our team uh, was you came in and you were talking about cold showers and and Wim Hof, right? Is that his name? Yeah. With yeah. the breathing techniques and the uh-huh. and I was like, this guy, this guy's got it because I love the the self improvement and and looking at okay, how can we make ourselves better individually, not necessarily just in business, but you've you've got to self develop before your business. Um, right. It grows. So I call it self mastery. So you, you came in and you were talking about, you know, taking cold showers and I was like, you know what, I'll give that a shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I did it. And it was just like, I immediately lost my breath. I was like, <gasps> and I, I couldn't breathe. And I remember coming in and telling you about that, but is, is that something that you are still doing? Like, tell me yeah. from a fitness side, like what, what made you decide, Hey, I want to do that. Well, you know, we're never getting younger and, um, you know, when you do start to have success and you realize you're running yourself rampant and um, 
at some point, I think it clicks in our minds that we need to start taking care of our bodies, that we we can maintain our success. Um, there's a few things that I've tried for improvement, uh, including, you know, consistently working out. Um, but then I started hearing about cold water therapy and the things that it can do for your body and uh, your your skin and your hair and uh, your respiratory system, your circulatory system. I uh, started uh, trying uh, taking cold showers. Uh, I, I use the method where you ease yourself in. You know, you start um, trying to just take a 10, 15, 20 second shower in the cold and, and you can switch it back to warm if you wanted to. And uh Progressed into taking full showers with no heat at all. And, um, you know, I realize it's, you know, it's only, you know, low 50s at the most, but um, it's challenging. And um, it's a way to face adversity, uh, face your fears every morning, and um, you just instantly feel refreshed and it wakes you up with even out having to drink caffeine. Um and I know people are taking it to another level with the ice baths, and um, but yeah, it's 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 something that I feel like if you get over that hurdle every morning, uh, you've already kind of accomplished something, yeah. and it just sets your mind to just get out there and just get going. Yeah, you said something about okay, the the fear and adversity of just having to do that. Um, I think that speaks volumes to okay how that how that ends up applying to the rest of your life of hey. I know this is going to be uncomfortable, um, but but why'd you decide to do it? I mean, what was the thing that said, hey, this is going to benefit me? Well, you know, you're surfing around the internet and you see things. Um, I think I was searching for just kind of health in general, and I came across Wim Hof. Uh, he's like an out, outlier superhuman, and he is an older gentleman. And I always find when these older guys can can give you a nugget and – and teach you how to take care of yourself, uh, you should listen. So I started watching a few of his videos. His his Vice video uh, called The Iceman is something I think everybody should watch. But um, he had a tough life. Um, I think his, his wife died early on, and uh, he became depressed and was trying to figure out a way to to change himself. And so he... He went on to develop this breathing technique, and I think he actually went to India and trained for a little while on breathing techniques. And he's went on to break all these world records, and uh, that motivated me. I, I saw that, and I was like, "Hey, I'm just going to try, you know, the small version of this, um, which is taking cold showers." And and um, once I was able to to take a cold shower for a significant amount of time, I, I just started realizing how how great it made you feel. Uh, it kind of eliminated any kind of negativity in your mind and really made you stop thinking of everything, which puts you in the present moment. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, I just kind of got hooked on that. And um, it's something I come back to. Sometimes I will go into taking warm showers again and, uh, you know, something in my mind snaps and I, I realize it, it, I'm missing that, you know, kind of like when you, stop working out for a few weeks and you realize, Hey, I, I got to get back on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's how I got started with it. So do you feel like you start your day with that and you know, it's, it's going to suck. Like you can't, right. do you enjoy it while, while you're doing it? You know, I, it's funny mentally. I enjoy it. My subconscious mind hates it. Mm. So as soon as I even think about getting in there, 
I can already feel my, my body subconsciously drawing back. Yeah. And, uh, and I have this little voice in my head that says, ain't nothing to it, but to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's just good to just slam it down in the call and just throw yourself in there and just start jumping around, yeah. you know, now his little breathing techniques do help. And, um, I've been doing those for so long that they come on automatically now. Um, but, um, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I recommend this to anybody. Even if you like warm showers, everybody likes a hot shower. Right. But just try to test yourself, you know, at the end. See if you can withstand like 10, 15 how, seconds. How would you say somebody does that? Do you, you take a hot shower and then turn it to cold? Do you, do you get in? Like what, what would your advice be to somebody that wanted to try? So if you're easing into it, I think the best way to do it is to start out with your warm shower, then step out of the shower stream. Yeah. And turn it down to the cold and then just slowly start to to put one arm in there. Yeah. And see how long you can keep one arm in there. Yeah. And if you can if you could take it for a little while, stick the other arm in there. Then one leg and the other leg. Then, you know, turn your back to the thing and see how long you can stand in there. And, and then just try to slowly build yourself up from 10 seconds to 20 seconds to 30 seconds. And really, if you can stay in there, I know it sounds like a long time, but if you can stay in there for three minutes. You know, in the coldest setting, you are getting a vast amount of health benefits and you can look it up. It's it's really good. Yeah. And, and so personally, I'll I'll add this and then we will move on. But it's, you know, with you coming in to the team and talking about that, that was something that I tried and I, I want to be the best leader that I can be. And so when when people join the team and you've got great ideas and things for, for those of you guys that are listening, I encourage you to, to go check out Rocky's social media and, and watch some of this on our YouTube channel. But um, Rocky, and, and I won't tell your age, but I'll say he looks younger th- than I do. Um, and he's probably 10 or 15 years older than me. So um, Rocky is a testament to continuing with with self-improvement, self-development. And what what did you say you called it? Self-mastery. Yeah. Um, so you came in and, and you added that. And then Kara's on the team. And, and for those of you guys that don't know, she's she's huge on what she eats. Um, and then Jonathan came in and he, he was big on the ice baths as opposed to the cold showers. And so... You know, and I've tried a little bit of each of this that you guys ha- have given and these nuggets. And so now collectively, like we'll have uh, people come in the office and try to bring us lunch. Um, and it's, you know, I almost feel kind of embarrassed sometimes because now it's like we're this office of health nuts. Yeah. Um, but it does. It's just a testament of like you, you become who you surround yourself with. And so, yeah. you know, surrounding myself with you and Jonathan and Kara and seeing the success that you guys have had in your personal development and how you, you treat your body and things that you do, um, I think it's improved all of us and it's improved our team and our business and, and, and how we relate to each other. So, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jonathan still sits and eat, eats his double cheeseburger right. while, while we're all sitting around <laughs> e- eating nuts and, and right. <laughs> eating protein drinks. Um, but it is cool. It's cool to see how that was no part of my interview said, Hey man, can you tell me about your diet? Or can you tell me about, you know, things that you do to, to stay in shape? Um, but naturally we've all, we've kind of all grown into that. And so, you know, yeah. that, that's awesome having you on the team. And, and now we have this, this conversation, uh, is it showers? Are they better? Are ice baths better? Like what? But I think to your point, maybe the bigger point is it's that adversity, the the fear and adversity that you've got to overcome. And I think I mentioned earlier, like if, if I knew that that water was going to be 80 or 90 degrees, I'm really not doing anything to push myself. It's right. the fact that I know it's going to suck and then I go and do it anyway. 
and, and I push through that suck. And then I get to the other side and I get the benefits of it. So Exactly. And then when you have that adversity later on in the day, you can kind of think back and say, hmm, this yeah. isn't as bad as that cold shower or that ice bath I was jumping in this morning. Right. You yeah. know, I've already handled the toughest adversity I'm going to handle today. Yeah. I, I talked, my, my mind was trying to tell me to stop and right. I made it through. And so yeah. what else? And I, it's okay. When I go running, man, I made it through the ice bath or I made it through the cold shower. I, I can push through this. I, I can beat my mind. My mind's telling me to stop. I, I can push through it or making cold calls or whatever it is in business that, that is uncomfortable. Right. Putting yourself in an un- uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. to start the day or I like to end the day with mine. And I don't know if there's better or worse to that, but um, it's, I've done it. And so now it makes the other stuff seem okay and seem small. Right. So. And you can always think, yeah, that ice bath I took last night is not as bad as this meeting I have this morning. Yeah. But yeah. think of all the other things once you make that little accomplishment that you could actually take on after that. You yeah. know, maybe you might be doing some other things that you need to be improving on. Yeah. And this could be that step for that pushes you to make other life changes that are going to make your life even better and make you more successful in your business. Yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, yeah, I, I didn't intend for the, the whole half of the first part of this podcast to be about ice baths and, and cryotherapy, but, you know, it's about health, but it's not about health. Like how you treat your body and how you, you the self-discipline that it takes to do that stuff. Let's talk about that a little bit and transition into, you know, how with the small businesses, you said uh, dry cleaner, smoothie king, and then getting into real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how does how did that translate into those businesses? And, and how do you feel like, what did you learn from, from being a small business owner? Well, being in a small business, you are going to do some research on the front end if you're going to get into this business. And you're going to find out what makes a business owner successful. Okay. And a lot of that is service, you know, understanding your niche. Uh, but a lot of that also is going to be organization and and you know just being highly structured. Um, when you're highly structured, you start out your day really early, and you kind of know how to handle business clients and um, just the pitfalls uh, of of a daily business. Um, you have a structure going forward that kind of can translate into real estate or other type of business opportunities. And it, and it gives you a leg leg up because you've had practice on how to deal these with these situations and how to handle them. And, um, and yeah, a big part of that is structuring your day and structuring uh, how to run your business. And um, those are the biggest things that translated directly over into real estate. Okay, so you said structuring your day, and, and I'm a big advocate, and this is this comes from Tom Tom Ferry of, you know, win your day through 1 p.m. and, and you win the day. It, right. It's knowing what you do, and you came in this morning unintentionally. You probably didn't know I was going to bring this up, but talking about time management and time blocking, and um, yeah. So, how much value do you, not just in real estate, but when you had other businesses, how much value do you put on having that structure and starting your day with a routine? I think it's the most valuable thing you can do. And I think it's the most valuable thing to a new agent is to get into time blocking, get into time management, and really figure out where your time is being spent. Uh, you can get a lot of things done in the morning before you everybody even gets into their business mode and gets their day started. Uh, if you're going to bed at a good time and you're getting up at a good time, 
Uh, you can get all of your nutrition, all of your exercise, uh, your planning done in the morning, and you can block that out. And then that'll give you time to be ready to go into your business and get started with your next blocks, whether it be prospecting for two hours. And then after that, going out to you know, run your showings, run your meetings, and then also taking care of your personal life later on in the day or earlier in the day, whichever way you structure that. But it just gives you a snapshot of yourself and how you need to manage yourself. So tell me practically, and for those people that are listening, that they're so tired of seeing the, oh, I get up at 3 a.m., I get up at 4 a.m. to get all this stuff done. What's a practical schedule that you have? And one thing I'm gonna, you said the night before, and I think that that's mm-hmm. huge, is the preparation um, that you've got to start the night before of going to bed, having a routine to be able to get up and do the things that you've got to do. Um, but just give me an example for somebody that, that's like, hey, okay, I, my life is a mess. I don't have time management. I don't have time blocking. What does your night look like? And, and then how do you start your morning for success? What are some things that you do? So look, I like to tell people, don't make this into something that's too hard. Start with three or four blocks, you know, morning block, afternoon block, evening block, night block, you know, and just stick in there whatever's going to work for you. You know, my, my, my evening looks like getting prepared for the next day around 9 p.m. and uh, going to bed around 10 and uh, I'll get up at about 5.30, 6 o'clock. I'll have a workout in the morning, and uh, we'll also hop on the treadmill. I mean we because me and my wife work out together. And uh, get my lunch ready. We, we drink a smoothie for lunch, so I'll get those prepared for both of us. And, um, you know, within that block, I, you know, I will try to do my nutrition, my exercise, and my morning planning that went ahead with my evening planning. And then after I come to work, prospect for a couple of hours, go out, take care of your meetings for the day. And then if you're done with your meetings and planning, you know, if you can do some cooking and cleaning and taking care of your home life, that's good. But uh, I tell people, you know, make it simple, you know, do four blocks and fill those in. And then, you know, maybe take score, you know, maybe have a one through four and four being your highest score and and just rate yourself through the week and see if you can stick to those blocks. But definitely structuring your day is going to get a lot more done for you in the long run. Yeah, structure. And I know that's something people don't want to track their life. and, And I get that. But if it's important enough for you to prioritize, it's important enough to track. And, right. And the thing that we keep coming back to on all this is intentionality and being intentional with your life, being intentional with your time management. Um, so I think that's there. there is this common, uh, I think, misconception about work-life balance. And, and some of the things that you just hit on, I think it's a little bit of a myth that you can have this, okay, I have 50% work, 50% personal, um, especially as an entrepreneur, being self-employed there's not this separation, you know, like how things are going at work does affect your personal life and what's going on in your personal life affects how you, how you come into work. Um, so speak to that a little bit as far as, and, and you, you and your wife owned one of the businesses or maybe multiple together. How, how do you balance that of, of making sure that you've got balance in your life in, in all aspects? You know, 
when it comes to work-life balance, I think that a lot of people end up neglecting their family a little. And I think that's got to be put into your time blocking. You actually have to make that a block. Uh, you can make it a sub block or a smaller block, but you you want to put in there that you know there needs to be family time. There needs to be some time away from work. Um, I think you should spend at least one day on the weekend with your family, uh, having a date night with your wife or your partner on a regular basis, and. Um, I throughout the day just try to send texts to my loved ones telling them how much I appreciate them and how much I love them um, and how important they are to me. Um, So taking the time out for yourself and for your family uh, is pivotal. It's going to be one of the building blocks to your success because no matter how successful you are, if that family dynamic is starting to develop cracks it's going to translate into your business. It's going to have an effect on your productivity. Yeah. And everything that you're saying, I think it just, you've got to be intentional with how you treat your, your personal life the same way that I'm preaching. Hey, you've got to be intentional with your business life because, and now there's other, other people that I talk to and it's complete opposite. Um, a great exercise that I've done is the, the wheel of life exercise. Um, we just did it a, a couple weeks ago to training that we went to, you know, where in your life, is it not circular? Like where do you spend more time in your business? Do you spend more time in your health? Do you spend more time with your family than you should? Um, the idea is what does success look like for you and, and how do you build that into your life and being intentional with it? So, yeah. Um, and, and what are you doing this for? Yeah. 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 Well, is it what just is, to work? Right. Or is it, why to, do you want to have success? Right. Yeah. And, and knowing that answer, I think that's great. Um, let, let's wrap up the last few minutes here. I, I want to talk about some things that you learned um, with having small businesses and then transition in transitioning into real estate. What are some of the top things that you think uh, are the same? And where I'm going with this is I want agents that are listening to this to, to view themselves as entrepreneurs, as self-employed business owners, not just an agent, not just out looking for the next sale, but how, do, how you treat this like a business. And so what are some things that you feel like are similar across the board in all the businesses that you've been in? Well, one of the things I figured out early is that when you have a business, your clientele are not just numbers. These are people and you need to develop relationships with them. And one of the things that I enjoy is just spending time with people in general. And so that's a way to basically connect with your customers and not just treat them like they're a bottom line figure. Uh, because in the end, I think it's more important to develop relationships, have relationships with people and help people than it is to just try to stack money up and, and have a huge bank account. Because I think helping people is going to directly translate into wealth. That's what's going to bring you wealth and happiness in life is actually helping people. And I think it's directly going to bring you wealth as well. Yeah. Rob Daniel was on our, our show a few weeks ago and that the quote, and I can't remember who said it, but it was Zig Ziglar. That's what he said. He said, to get what you want, you help as many people as you can to get what they want. And I think that's right. the exact, tell me when it comes to real estate specifically, one thing that you've been great at 
is connecting with clients, um, connecting with with what start out as cold leads and people just raising their hand and saying, hey, somebody call me about this house. What are some ways that you develop that relationship and that you do view them as a person and not just a number? Because it's very rare that you go on an appointment with somebody and you don't come back and tell me like, hey, they're my client or hey, they, they've agreed to work with me. What are some ways that, that you build that bridge? Well, one of the biggest ways to, to build that is that you want to ask as many questions as you can. That way you can get a picture of who you're dealing with and what their needs are and and then how you can help them. And I think that when you are genuinely trying to help, for some reason that comes through in your voice and your personality and people can feel that. They can feel the honesty there. And uh Maybe maybe that's something that's an eight innate, but I do think it's something that you can develop. But I think that being personable and also just trying to understand your client, and I've said this before, almost like you're trying to become a friend to them. Yeah, I think you said it's a skill, and I agree a hundred percent. Your your active listening can be developed. And it's not just asking the questions to check off your list. Like, where do you want to buy or what do you want to buy? It's understanding their personal need and treating them like the individual that they are. Exactly. Uh, People don't want to be sold. They're tired of being sold on stuff. And so being genuine and authentic are are things that you're great at. So, well, hey, man, I appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, This has been a great opportunity just to to have you on and get to hear your voice. Uh, We'll have to do this again. 